Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another visitor. Stay a while. Stay forever. This is The Boob Show, episode 225. It is October 14th, Monday, 2019. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. That's right. Video games are on display, and we're here to point it out. We're to put our fingers at it and point around it and say, look at this game! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Uh, it's uh, my, myself, Scott Johnson, and himself, Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. I am myself. Yeah, how are as you? I had intend- as I intended to be. I'm doing great, despite our little pre-show Jitters. Getting things straight. Jitters. I wouldn't even call it jitters. More like pre-show wise. Mm -hmm. But we're we're better now. I understand. We played some video games this past week, so it's always. Yeah, more than that even. We don't. uh, Oh, so if people are wondering, we are right now at least on a schedule of every other week for the Boop Show. We did that. I don't think we like made it official and announced it. But the reason we did that is our schedules are crazy. And we wanted more time with the games we talk about. So we decided to do that. So now it's a special treat. Every other week, you get a brand new boop show, and you're getting special this. Treat. You're getting this all 100 percent free. So what are you complaining about? Okay, calm down. Anyway, it's good to be back. We uh, we got stuff to talk about, and um, I will begin things as I often do with this. Whoops. Let me just try that again with this. The video games I played this week started with a brand new one. So let's get to the AAA before we get to the indie coolness. Okay. Indie coolness. I got one of each this week. Uh, one, one, one AAA game, one indie coolness game. And the AAA game I played this week is one that is getting shredded in the reviews, but I don't Ooh, know no. why. Uh, it is Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is a brand new thing from the Breakpoint. folks over at Ubisoft and their uh, team up there in Montreal that works on the the Tom Clancy games. It's one of those. And I loved Wildlands. I was a gigantic fan of that, which also had poopy reviews, if I recall mm. correctly. And and yet it was one of my favorite open world games of this current generation. So uh, this thing comes out with only a, a few months uh, warning. It was announced at E3. And they said it'll be out this October. And everybody's like, oh, what? That's really fast. Oh, how many? Now, it's not perfect. It's got its bugs, like these games tend to do uh, at launch. Ubisoft has a great reputation of following through on patches and updates and keeping things right and tweaking it and whatever. Uh, So I have no doubt they will here. But as far as just my general experience goes, I'm not one of these haters. I don't understand what's going on. I'm having a blast in this game and I don't know why nobody else is. I can't understand it. So maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. But the loop of like tooling around this Island, finding dudes to freaking take out with my sniper rifle, taking all their shit they left behind, zooming in with that oh, sniper rifle. This? It, taking it. It's <laughs> There is a lot of that. I like taking people's stuff and, 
Uh, you they, heard it here. Scott likes taking people's stuff. Well, and more so in this game because it's now a proper loot game, which means well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's got like real loot in it. So stuff drops, and it's like, ooh, a green. Uh, that's an upgrade to my gloves I was wearing, or whatever. It didn't used to have that. It was just like cosmetics, and then the weapons that you would earn and unlock, you would then have permanently available to you in the armory. But now this thing is like, oh, that guy dropped a fancy weapon. Pick it up. It's better than the one I had. Okay, cool. Now I've upgraded my weapon. It's not a terribly complex uh, mechanic the way they've implemented it, but it, it does right, good. Right, right. I like what it does for me. It feels kind of like a Diablo game in that way. Um, uh, I think there's the answer. What do you, what, what, how, how? These Ghost Recon folks, they're not used to having to deal with Diablo like grinding maybe mm. maybe that's their problem maybe mm. maybe you like the grindiness and maybe they're like well there's no real grinding though because you just kind of move through the world and stuff drops because you're just doing work it's not like a you're I doing gotta, work it's not like i gotta keep doing this until something drops it's not quite that so mm. honestly if if anyone claims that i don't know where they're where they're getting that from but my experience I so was far see, i was seeing people saying it's a chore i mean see i don't think it's a chore I think it's a fun open world game. It's like, all right, here's a camp. I need to get in there to get this intel. How am I going to get in? Well, there's dudes in the front, there's guards in the back, and there's somebody on a tower. I need to now solve this puzzle, especially on my own because I'm not playing with with other people so much. It's just kind of me soloing it. And I got to think about that stuff. I got to figure out how to get around there and get in there and take these dudes out before they set the alarm and then reinforcements show up. And there's also a lot of weird random shit that happens in open worlds, which is really fun. <laughs> I really like it. I mean, I don't know why everyone is hating on it so much, especially those who may have liked Wildlands. I feel like this is a nice progression from Wildlands. Is it as right, right, right. tightly polished out the gate as Wildlands is currently? No. But no. neither was Wildlands when it launched. So give them a minute to work on that stuff. But the core game's there, and voice acting's real good, and the character creator is really fun, and I made this grizzly-looking dude that looks like uh, Walter White out there. <laughs> He's got a goatee and a bald head and a scar <laughs> on his face. Older guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I like the loop. I like the the fun of it. And I don't really have much to complain about. Oh, the other, the other thing I've done is I messed around with the PvP. So there's this ghost war mode where you oh, hop in. It's four on four. You just do, you know, you can be with friends if you want, but you can just get in there and get into some teams. And you fight over uh, objectives and different things. It reminds me a little bit of Counter-Strike in that one death and you're done. I mean, you're just dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, you can be revived, so you're down, I guess. So you, you're effectively dead unless one of your teammates can come revive you. But um, lots of stealth and snipey and go around the corner and surprise a dude and, you know, like a very a much more methodical <laughs> sort of approach to it. It was more SOCOM, less uh, Call of Duty, which is kind of run and gun. And I right. like that a lot. And I played a whole bunch of that as well. And that was really fun. And also, I never had a single glitch or a kick out or any problem. So I don't know what's wrong with everyone. But there seems to be plenty of people playing it. And I have no problem getting into games. I don't really like co-oping in the main mode without friends, like people I actually know. Doing that with right. randos is not great. They're kind of a-holes. But that's always <laughs> been true. So we're just talking about a problem with the internet, not really a problem with the game. Um, it's good. It's good. And I know J.K. Grammer's in the chat room. He's a big proponent of this game in the series. He loves the PlayStation 4 versions of these games. And uh, kind of is the one that got me convinced to give Wildlands even a try. But I ended up just really having fun with this so far. I'm going to keep digging at it and and keep playing. And, and 
Now, is this, did you say you get this on the PC or you had this on the... Uh, I have it on PlayStation. PlayStation. Or, sorry, oh, okay, PC, sorry. PC, PC. Sorry, I got PC, it on the PC. Okay, PC. Yeah. So I got the... I got the uh, it's, it's a long story, but I have a friend. Let's say I have a friend I on have the a inside. Friend. And I uh, got it for like 20 bucks for the normally $99 uh, bundle where you get all the season pass and all that crap. Um, so that was very nice. But but uh, I think even if I'd have spent like the full 59 I would have normally spent here, it's my kind of game. I just, I like this sneaking around, picking stuff off. There's cars and Jeeps and shit everywhere. You can just hop on and drive wherever you want to. The island's huge. You can you can hijack a helicopter if you need to. Um, this is really fun. That so, sounds like my jam too. I kind of like the idea, which I, the way you described it does sound like fun. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a try. I'll have yeah. to give it a spin. Now, is this part of the, if you get the, the Ubisoft service, is this like one of the games that you can play there yes. or is this yes. something you have to pick up? Okay. No, if you do the PC Ubisoft plus a subscription thing, which right. I would recommend doing, actually, this is a great way to test this game for 15 bucks. Uh, you can play this thing for a month and not have to spend an additional yeah. dime. Plus everything else they have in the library. So I highly recommend that service uh, if you're curious about it. I mean, for me, I just did the 20 because that's close to 15 and, you know, I got all the extras and stuff. Um, I don't know if Plus gives you all the DLC. I don't think it does. I'm not not sure. Like the Microsoft Game Pass, same thing. Uh, Unless you get Ultimate, it's... Well, even Ultimate. Does Ultimate come No, up? even Ultimate, yeah. Sometimes you have to buy, like, extra stuff. Like, uh, I got the Forza Horizon stuff. I had to, had to get an Ultimate thing that was outside the what they offered for free. So, probably the same. Um, okay, now, because I want to be fair here, I've given you my review what I like about it. Let me tell you the two things I, I don't like, okay? The first thing I don't like, uh... I think the UI is kind of a mess. It's a bit of a mess. Just a lot of elements, a lot of screen space taken up by a bunch of flippy menus and information about objectives that is just hard to read um, Mm. at a glance or otherwise. It just feels messy for no reason, and I think they could tighten that up. Um, I think they did a really good job of that same stuff in uh, Wildlands, so there's no reason they can't hear, but here at the moment, there's just some screwy interface stuff. You know, like things like, well... What if I want to turn off my objectives, which is this giant book on the left side of my screen, takes up a huge piece of real estate. No problem. Hit hit tab to do it. But that also gets rid of my mini map, but only about half Uh-oh. the time. Sometimes the mini map stays when I do that. So it's really weird. Uh, and again, I think some of that, this is all real small incidental stuff that I will see. I, I, I assume will get ironed out over time. Uh, they tend to really support their games, especially in the last few years. So I'm not worried about that. This isn't me going, oh, here's a developer that's just going to dump it and not fix these little issues. They'll totally fix it. Um, So that's my one complaint. My other complaint is in the story mode, there's incredible voice acting, like really good stuff. But the way the lines are delivered are like this, Brian. So it's like they're in a room or a a shack. Okay, two dudes in a shack. That's two dudes in a shack. Two dudes in a shack. Okay, I'm there with you. I'm I'm, 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 I'm imagining. Go ahead. That's basically this show. We should name this show Two Dudes in a Shack. Just two dudes in a shack just playing games. Yeah, jerking it. What? Wait. Okay. Anyway. What? No, okay, I, I, I made that part up. Back it up. Beep, boop, beep. Okay, it's out. It's, not, it's an out of post. We've edited it out. Don't worry about it. You, you, All you right. Can't, you can't unsee it. No, you can't. So uh, uh, right. so let's say you're in there and you're you're talking to your old war buddy and the lines are being delivered deftly. Like the guy's like, yeah, I need to get out of this 
man's army. I think I'm gonna some freaking, blah. you know, like he's doing a great little. Oh, is it? Is it the gra- is the gravelly whisper voice? I yeah, and like I don't mind that. He's he's delivering right. it great. This male, the male version of the voice actor. There's you can pick a lady or a dude when you start, and you get different actors. The the male's great. Um, and then the other guy's also good. But there's this weird pause between everything, and I don't mean like World of Warcraft cutscenes where it's everyone just stands for the pause. Mm-hmm. And then someone speaks up. Someone's talking. It's more like, oh, this boar, boar is hell. And then, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> so it's that kind of. So dialogue. what are we gonna? Yeah, it's it's a like little weird. Crap. It's a little weird. Yeah, just don't pacing. even just don't even say it. I guess they're trying to create atmosphere. I, I guess suppose. so. I guess small, so. Small talk, I guess, is the problem, right? There, there's small talk AI, not very strong. Yeah, it's and it's again kind of a small thing, not that big a deal. Well, it's it's small talk. Yeah, it is small talk, so it's a small thing. And your the bad guy, by the way, is John Barenthal, who played uh, the Punisher in the new Punisher series. He's also <laughs> from Walking Dead. He's got what? those two big giant earlobes, you know the ones. I know um, you're talking about. Is yeah. it just the earlobes? The just rest the earlobes. Big too. Well, he's got a big penis, but other than that, his earlobes well, are the most obvious. I was visual. talking about his ear area. Oh, but his nice. ear area. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the boop and penis show tonight. That's right. We're talking about right. as much. <laughs> he's got a dog that's cool. And uh, also, I should say this is in the future. Um, they keep flashing back to some Afghanistan conflict in 2020. Which right. I don't like those implications. But anyway, uh, this seems to be like 2027 or something like that. Oh. In the near future. So some of the tech is stuff that you could never do with a drone or, you know. Right. But for the most part, it's like real world guns and, and tactics. You have to heal yourself now if you get too injured. It's uh, no big deal to do it. But you have to take the time to like wrap yourself with a Band-Aid or whatever. Reminds me of Far Cry a little bit, or Far Cry Two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the other option, or the other thing in this game that is different, or uh, a lot different here, is you got to drink sometimes to keep your stamina up. You get water anywhere there's a body of water, so you just dip your canteen in there, which I think is weird because I think the locals probably peed where you just got your water, but whatever. <laughs> Um, hey, is there is there any game that's like super realistic? Because you, when you said that about the wrapping the bandages, I, my mind just started going down this path of. That's interesting. Trying to fix yourself with just a bandage. I mean, for any wound, it's always just wrap a bandage around it. But in real war, if you mm-hmm. step on a landmine or something, you know, you, your leg gets blown off. What do you do then? You're How out. You you're out of the war. They take you back to the thing and they patch you up the best you can. And then you're done right. fighting. You're right. You're absolutely right, right about that. So I don't know how they justify that in games like this. Right. I'd like to see a game like that. You know, you blow your leg off. You have to spend, you know, like a you know Lieutenant Dan length time of, <laughs> in the hospital. And wait till you get a new leg and go back out fighting again. I want to say this is about the ninth time that I've heard you bring up Lieutenant Dan in the last two weeks, and I love it. He's been on my mind. Well, yeah. I, I think we started talking about Forrest Gump about, I don't know, about three weeks ago about yeah. something. And ever since then, yeah, it's just been on my mind. You have. And I'm again, I'm here for you, and I'm here for it. Right. It's not a problem. Anyway, uh, so. That's great. <laughs> with his big. Big fake cut off legs, putting them over the side of the boat all awkwardly. That's him, all right. Anyway, it's a cool game and I like it. And I don't know why everyone else is ripping on it. The reviews are abysmal and the user reviews, most of the user complaints, like on different sites where they gather that stuff, are about microtransactions that do exist in the game. They exist in all these games that Ubisoft makes. So I don't know why mm-hmm. they're acting like this is new uh, or, or the big problem. Uh, but so I actually say kind of ignore those because nobody's really talking about the game. They're just going, I'm not going to play a game where it wants me to spend $5 for points to color my gun. 
Okay, well then don't. Like, go away and go play a game, another game that probably does that too, but you're just in the mood to complain about this one. Actual gameplay stuff, they don't seem to be talking about. The reviewers seem to be, and a lot of them don't like it. And I don't know why. Because they're rude. I can't find any common ground with any of the reviewers this time yeah, around. And usually you, you think, I do. You think people are just angry just in general? Maybe that's the problem. I think there's a lot of that going around, yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah I do. Unfortunately, Brian, we live in a world. We live in a society where people are pissed. In a world. <coughs> and I people like third, by the way. unhappy. I prefer this over the Far Cry series. And people would say, why? And my answer is, I like third-person action shooters. I like yeah. to see my dude. I like to see the new stuff I, I got. I do, I'm, I'm all about the seeing my dude as well. Yep. Third person for me all the way. I, this changed at some point. I used to be Mr. First Person Always, man. Back in my right. Quake Unreal freaking Doom days, it's all I cared about. All I wanted was first-person shooters. Anything else was not good enough. Something flipped, though, sometime in the last 10 years where I want to see my dude all the time. I think, when I, I think when I first played Dead Space was the first time I realized, wow, I really want a third-person view because this this guy is cool. Mm-hmm. Look how cool he looks. And, you know, it, isn't, it wasn't the first one that had your health bar on your on your backpack, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was thinking, that was really smart. I just, I just like that. I like that stuff too. And I like, I don't, I know. I feel like I'm more in the world when it's that way, even though you'd think first person makes you more in the world, but I would play like, like apex legends or yeah. Apex legends. I would play that more. We have an email about that later. I know we have, it's about Fortnite, but same, same kind of issue. I would play that more if it was third person. If somebody came out and said, Hey, the next call of duty has a third person view. I would get more excited about Call of Duty than I have been a long time. It's a weird thing right. for me, but I like to be able to see my dude in cover. I like to be able to bring up those sights and still get that first person long range. Like there's no reason it can't play basically like a first person shooter, but with right. all that third person, uh, I don't know, view and screen and scope and shit all over my back and cool new helmet I found and, you know, yeah, wet pants because I waded through the river to get to the next Charlie or whatever. Yeah exciting it's good stuff it is exciting i'm with you is it just makes more sense that way i i don't i don't like the character just in the way at all same with my same with racing games i have to see the car yeah for some reason i have to see it right jc calhoun is crazy he's voting for first person only he can well that's fine jc calhoun you can can chew the corpse of your enemies (laughs) um all right it's very, very cool, and people should play it. Brian, tell me about The Blair Witch, which I also own and haven't played yet. I know this is on Game Pass, so I feel a little bad about the person who uh, donated it, but they like to hear me scream, so that's the price you pay. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell that's me about Blair Witch, the, the makers of... Uh... The Blair Witch? No, they made the two other really scary Observer. games. It's, Observer. It's the, blo- it's the Bloober team, right? Yeah, they're very good at this. And in, in the past, they Are have. they? Well, are they now? That's the question. You tell me if they are or not. Are they any good? I'm almost afraid to tell you about the Blair, the Blair Witch. I have to talk to say the Blair Witch. I don't know why. Okay, so I I grew up watching, you know, experiencing in the theater the original movie Blair Witch. What was I expecting from this game? Nothing like the Blair Witch. Hopefully, how old, uh, because, how old were you in 2001 or whatever it was? Uh, I was just at high school, so okay. I must have been about 20. All or right, so. all right, yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so the Blair Witch, we had a lot of viral marketing. It was like the first thing I knew about viral marketing because everybody was talking about, oh, it's real. You know, it's real found footage. That was really interesting. And I was kind of hoping that the Blair Witch game would be so different and so amazing. 99, really by the my... way, 1999. Sorry, that's when I'm 99. That. That's right. Yep. So 
All right, so I'm just going to say this. I, you know, Blair Witch, I see that people like it. This is the opposite problem you had. You're like, why are these people hating on this? And I'm like, why are people liking the Blair Witch? I don't understand mm. because I got very frustrated. And maybe I'm just stupid. <laughs> maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I didn't have my lighting adjusted correctly, even though I adjusted it a hundred times. Mm. Or maybe I just don't like wandering around in the woods and being frustrated and not being able to do anything and going, I'm not scared. I'm pissed because I'm tired of walking around in a circle because this game is a circle and they keep having areas. It's like, okay, well, how do I get out of this area? Well, you know, you've played the games where there's only like a tunnel of light, your flashlight, right? Yeah. So you're, it, it's a, it's a very common horror type game thing where you just have, you know, Oh, what well, can you see just right in the middle? I That's see there's fine, a there's a there's a dog in this. Is he okay? He doesn't get hurt. The or dog anything. sucks. So my dog bullet, <laughs> he's a real suck fest. So it's like okay, so you're you're basically okay. So you're an investigator. This is not like the real Blair Witch. This is the continuation of the, you know the the idea of the Blair Witch. And there's a there's children disappearing into the woods, where I guess the Blair Witch is, and you're in there. And you're trying to help locate some missing children, specifically this most recent missing child. But there's been a plenty of them before then. So you you don't ever meet the sheriff or any of the other people, but you talk to them on the walkie talkie. I actually kind of like that. So you get into the woods and immediately you're lost. I mean, I walked right in the woods and I, I when I got in there, it was like when you start out, you start out in this clearing where the, the cop cars and stuff is. And I was like, OK, so I walked into the woods and I went a little ways. I was like, I wonder if I should have picked up that thing that was on the back of the cop car. Let me turn back around and go back. Nope. Can't find anything. But that's by that's by that's by design. When you get into a certain area, they loop you. Mm. So you'll be walking down a trail and all of a sudden. It flips you around. OK, <laughs> so it, that's that's how they do it. They don't like. They don't like jump you from one part of the map to another part of the map. You're walking along and literally your character doesn't about face. Oh, and you don't realize it because you're in the dark and you got your flashlight on. And you're, as you're walking, you only can see like a, like a half a foot in front of you. Mm. And you're seeing all these trees and bushes and stuff. And all of a sudden you'll see like a flash. It's like a really quick flash. And and you'll just keep on walking and you realize, oh, I'm going in the same direction I just came from. How they just had that happen, mm. and that took me a while to figure out just by itself because I was like, "Am that's I a, lost?" That's annoying. Or is the game really messing with me? Well, that's so the that problem. That's the problem with the forest, right? Forests just are yeah. um, a nightmare if you're trying to navigate them at night. It sounds like they didn't reproduce the feeling of that for the scary part. No. Instead, they reproduced the frustration of that for you being taken out of the game, and that doesn't. That's sound the good. thing. They only captured the frustration of being lost. Mm. They didn't capture the part where you get scared. Because what I finally did was I was like, son of a crap. I'm like, I'm so sick of walking in circles. And you asked me about the dog bullet. So you, what you do is you go, you go, you walk a few feet. Oh, okay. I'm walking in the dark. I can't see anything. And then you go, Hey bullet, come here. And he, uh, he comes over to you and then you tell him to, to, to investigate. Mm -hmm. And this, then he does this. <laughs> and then he kind of like, he just like walks around a little circle for a second and he comes back and goes, Nope. <laughs> And so you do that like every five feet you go, find something. And so you're doing this for like an hour yeah. walking around in circles. Yeah. And I was never, <laughs> there was good. creepy sounds, you know, and it was dark and all that stuff. But 
I never once was scared. I'm like, I wish something would jump out and scare me right now because I am about to lose my mind. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, to me, for Blair Witch, a lot of people seem to like it. It's, it's done really well in reviews and stuff. But to me, it's just it's just an exercise of frustration because I don't like. Sure looks nice. It's very pretty. It it looks very pretty. And actually, what you're looking at Mm-hmm. is actually that's oversaturated because that is not what they tell you to set it to because i set mine to where it's you know the little, you get a little slider thing it says slide until you can barely see this and this this person has it ratcheted all the way up which is what i eventually did yeah i went help. in get and i just all the way up yep and it all looks washed out which totally ruins the effect of having fun mm-hmm. in the dark mm-hmm. Because I can kind of see everything. You ever, you ever end up in a cabin where somebody's staring in the corner for no reason, just standing there? Does that happen? I haven't. See, that's that's the thing. I haven't got to. Anything. I didn't get that far. Oh, you didn't get that I far. I literally played. I played this game for about, so I think about five or six hours. Did I you never ever, even made it. I never even made it past the second. Did you ever hold I, a camera I, up to your face and a little bit of boogers coming out of one of your nostrils because you're freaking oh out? Oh my god! I wish I could have done that part, but you can't. But you can talk on your cell phone, so you can pull up your little cell phone. It's actually on screen now, so you can pull yeah. up your cell phone. You can call Jess, who you're having a spat with. That's kind of cool. I actually like that character exposition. It's kind of neat. You also can pull up your walkie-talkie and talk to the sheriff occasionally and talk about things you have no idea about because huh. they'll go, "Oh, yeah, if you go by the thing, then you'll you can go here." And I'm like, "Okay, that's going to come up later." never yeah, does yeah. i've never seen any place they've talked about and it's like well where are you at and i'm like i'm by the creepy tree and they're like oh yeah we know what you're talking about i'm like cool all right so but i got stuck in this one area for at least two hours mm. and it was just it was like there was a there was a lock on a door and there was like uh it was only four pins and there was four settings for each pin and i thought well there must be there must be like a clue around here somewhere so I can open this because I have looked everywhere. I mean, I had went around in circles for literally an hour and I had my chat room with me. I was streaming this and no one even you know. I kept asking about it. I was like, if you guys see something, please, oh, my God, tell me how to get out of this area. Mm. Just tell me. Yeah. So I, I couldn't get out of the area until I and then I unlocked the, the, the door by getting somebody to tell me the cheat i was like just tell me just tell me just i don't even want to know anymore just tell me what it is so i got it and locked it got inside and then there was another puzzle and i'm like well what the crap so eventually i ended up getting out of the area but it was something it was something totally unrelated to that lock it was something just randomly like in the middle of nowhere that i totally missed no i know what it was now i remember what it was this is what happened i had the camera so this is actually a pretty cool gimmick for the for the game okay. you find a camera yeah and it's got video clips yeah because it's of, like found uh, footage right it's all right it's found footage you mm-hmm. found it and yeah. there's footage on it yeah so what you can do is <laughs> if you're in an area that was filmed so what you do is you take the you take the videotape and you play it to an area on this camera in the same place that you're standing at mm-hmm. and then things will appear so like uh if you if you need like if, there, if there's a hat that you need to find or a you know, baseball, uh, you, if you go and you fast forward on that videotape and pause it, then it appears in the real world. So it's kind of a magical camera, which is a cool gimmick. I when I finally found that out and figured out, I thought really cool. But I remember it was just like a brief mention, like half a second. There was like a little screen pop up that said the camera can manipulate things in the real world. And then it said, bye. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and I, I did all kinds of stuff with that stupid camera, trying to use it, trying to figure it out. I even used it for a while because when you, it's got night vision, so you can actually 
turn it on. You can walk around with night vision on instead of having your flashlight. It's a little better view. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I need a, I, I don't need a lot of hand holding, but oh my God, I don't find any joy in walking around in circles. Oh, it's a bummer. For I mean, a couple of hours. Yeah, I me neither. That doesn't sound like fun at all. But I also know how scared I get at the dumbest things. It'd probably right. scare me, you know, because Gary <laughs> games, it, don't, it doesn't take too much for a game to get under my skin. Like I said, it didn't scare me at all because I couldn't get into the game because I couldn't get past. I couldn't get past the puzzle solving because I, you know, if, if the puzzle solving was just intense. Like, oh, I don't want to go over there to touch that thing. Mm-hmm. Then that would be intense. You know, it's like, oh, there's a clue, but it's right next to that bleeding tree. Then that's intense. But when it's when it's like a, when it's like a thing that's like a next to a piece of wood just randomly on the ground, no, that doesn't give me no joy. <laughs> do you have a uh, do you have a favorite found footage film? Uh, I would say Cloverfield actually is my favorite found footage. I've never film. seen it. I need to see it. Yeah, I know that's weird that I haven't seen it, but I haven't. You totally see. Now you know I complained a lot about the Blair Witch or Blair Witch game, and uh, if you like it, that's great. Don't don't be upset because my patience isn't what yours is. Right. Maybe it'll maybe it'll tickle your bone. Maybe you play it and you'll really like it. And plus the fact that I just told you how to use the stupid camera thing, mm. that alone got things moving a lot quicker. Yeah. I saw those VHS movies. VHS one and two. Oh, I haven't I never watched those. There may be more than that, I don't know. Right. Uh, but yeah, that seems like a thing. There's a movie called Willow Creek that's all the found footage, scary movie kind Ooh. of up in the mountains. And I used to live in a in a suburban uh, sort of uh, neighborhood called Willow Creek growing up. So I should probably watch that. Right. Uh, I've heard Afflicted is good. I've heard The Borderlands is good. Uh, the Den. That's another one. The Den. The Taking of Deborah Logan. There's a bunch of these. Ooh. Yeah. Unf- I, I mean, Unfriended. Did you ever fan. see Unfriended, the Skype one where the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to see that kind of. I, film sack. I'm not film a big sack. fan. I'm yeah. I'm not a big fan of the found footage. Not big genre. on that genre. Not big on that genre. I think what Project Almanac that was kind of interesting. Did you see that one? Yeah, that one's all right. Did you ever that see that right. par- that paranormal activity business? The first one. I yeah, those were okay. Those were okay. Those were very popular, and they created yeah, like nine are, more. <laughs> those were very popular, yes. Brian. I didn't say they were good. I said they were popular. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, there you go, Brian's review mini review of the Blair Witch Project. No, sorry. Blair Witch. It's all it's called. This is Blair Witch. Yeah. Blair Witch. And yeah. it's a low entry uh, sort of risk to play it because if you want, you can just get it on Microsoft or on uh, Game Pass and Game Pass is cheap. So yeah. try that. Okay. But totally play <clears throat> at least for an hour so that you can share my frustration or you can come back and tell me what a dumbass I am. Well, it could be that too. All right. I'm going to tell you about a little game called Pine. P-I-N-E. Ooh. This is basically... Uh, I assume this will come to consoles too, but right now it's just PC. But this would be like the PC crowd going, hey, how come we never got a game like Breath of the Wild? How come we don't have a cool Zelda-like game that's sort of like that yeah. Breath of the Wild business? Where's my Zelda-like? I want to know. See? You're just like the PC players everywhere who wants their, their thing. And they got their thing. They got it. This is it. Uh, it's basically exactly what that is. Um, there's some differences visually, but it's a huge world. It's very pretty. Uh it's called Pine. I guess I should say the name. P-I-N-E. And in it, you play this kid named Hugh, but it's spelled like the light. Like oh, Hugh the light. H-E-U-E. H-U-E. 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 Uh, 
he literally has a slingshot very early. You get a sword. You fight like Zelda. I mean, all the combat stuff is like Zelda. The way you get items is a lot like Zelda. There's some survival stuff that's sort of based on what you do in Breath of the Wild. I'm not saying they ripped it off by any stretch, but there's definitely some some influence here, and I think it's for the good. Uh, my favorite part about it is all the, all the dialogue is like Animal Crossing gibberish. It's just mm-hmm. just freaking gibberish. And I have a good example of that here. I saved. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, did I do this? I think I did. No, that's that's all done away shit. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, you got to close that crap. Is it this one? <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> I was saying, was that you or me? It sounds like both of us. I can't find it. Wait, let me try one more spot. Where did I save this? Did I put it in the... Oh, no, that's not it either. Hold on, is this it? No, that's not it. I can't find it. Anyway, I made some audio of it. It's just these these people are very... Um, and sometimes you hear their name mixed in and, you know, and there's it's all, you know, subtitles. So you know what they're saying, but um, it's this huge world and you have goals and you go to the thing on your marker and you do the thing for people and there's puzzles like, well, I got to get into this cave. And the caves are a lot like... Zelda dungeons, like Link dungeons, where you got to figure out the puzzle inside the dungeon to get the thing and then get out of there. And um, the big story arc here is you're trying to find your brother because your brother got uh, lost after a cave-in where the people live. Hmm. So now you're venturing out into what they call the out. Where the people live. Yep, they live in the out. So they go to the out. And uh, that's a that's untamed country with lots we of weird We used to live creatures. in the end. Yeah. And now we live on the out. I'm happy to say, though, I think this is rad and worth your time and money. Are uh, they giving really it away? It. No, it's it's a $20 something. Oh, that's not bad. It's a game game. Um, Steam is where I've seen it. I don't know if it's coming anywhere else. I assume it will. I, there's no reason it shouldn't. Um, it plays really well. And I think it speaks to anybody who's like done with all their Link and Zelda games and they're looking for something else to do in the meantime. This is definitely one of those. There's a bunch of crafting involved, uh, a bunch of character progression stuff, uh, day and night cycles. Uh, you get hungry, you need to eat once in a while. Uh, <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, you can mine stuff. You can chop trees down eventually. You can do all this stuff that, you know, it's very, again, like I said, it's very Breath of the Wild, uh, which is currently only a Nintendo title. And uh, this is like an answer to that. So if you're looking for that on PC, hot damn, there you go. <laughs> it's called Pine. And I'm going to keep going in. I like it a lot. It's a chill, fun, relaxing sort of put me in the right mind kind of game. I love this guy. Quick mention. Uh, I'm not going to review it. it this week or talk about it this week, but I have been also delving into uh, Homeworld Deserts of Karak, which was hmm. gifted to me by Dice Tomato, a frequenter to all of our chat rooms and live shows. Uh, and I've only barely poked in, but it seems really cool so far. So it's basically those, you know, the homeworld games, which are like oh, yeah. outer space, RTS, beautiful, amazing soundtracks, like crazy, crazy, chill, rad RTS stuff. They made an on-the-ground RTS a couple of years ago called Deserts of Karak, and it's basically, well, what if we're in that same world? What if we were all fighting on the ground on this big desert planet? And well, so I it, like this. It's pretty it looks cool. like it looks like you know, yes, yeah, like oh look, oh, look is that Luke Skywalker over there? I think mm-hmm. we're all going to fight in the you know on the desert planet here. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, it's really cool. The soundtrack's amazing. It's got that feeling of Homeworld, 
and I'm going to put a whole bunch of time into it and maybe stream some and stuff. So Ooh, shout out to Dice Tomato and more on that next week. All right, Brian, tell me about Silence, the Whispered World 2. Silence. Uh-huh. The Whispered World 2. First of all, did you ever play Whispered World nope. 1? No, nope. I didn't either. Me so either. back in 2016, apparently they had the sequel and it was called Silence, the Whispered World 2. But even they said... We really don't need that subtitle. Let's just call it silence. Mm. So if you see silence on the Xbox Game Pass, that's what we're referring to, the same reference on the Steam uh, store. So I never played the first one, but I played this one, and you don't have to play the first one. It might help, but it didn't hurt. <laughs> so I'll, I just I enjoyed the crap out of this. This is a very uh, it's just a beautiful game, well-illustrated. It's mostly just a point and click adventure where you're solving uh, you know puzzles uh, you'll start off in a room there's uh, there's a Hugo is your character who you start off as mm. uh, he's there with his sister her name is oh my Renee I think or Renee anyway she's all like scared because apparently wherever you're at I don't know what the time period is but they're kind of implying that it's a little bit more modern but is very much like a uh, you know, the bombings that, that Germany was doing over England. So gotcha. it's kind of that whole idea of, uh, oh, no, our whole town is being bombed constantly. And so they're in like this bunker. So some things happen. I think we're supposed to believe that we're in Noah's mind. It seems a little a uh, little steampunky. Is that fair to say? It is. It, it is it's kind of got that art style of some steampunk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would definitely say that probably a, a, a good comparison. But it's just, it's a little bit. It's got a little more color to me than steampunk usually does. So it's it's, it's a very colorful game, even though some of it's kind of dark. But mm, mm. Uh, I, I even though it's a point and click adventure, if I've seen more point and click adventures like this, I would be totally into it because some you know lots of times I get kind of bored with point and click. But this game, you you kind of you you navigate, you go screen to screen, but each screen is just beautiful, just beautifully illustrated, and, and you can you can interact with different uh, elements on screen like. Uh, you can there's like mushrooms, for mm-hmm. instance, and you actually have in your mind, you have a character named Spot and he's kind of a blob and uh, you can put him on the mushroom and he'll go flying, up, go flying, flying off That's into the adorable. next area that you may need him for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's kind of he's kind of like your multi-purpose uh, tool in this game. Your little blob guy, which, by the way, like I said, I think all this is in Noah's mind. He's having some kind of hallucinations because they got bombed right before we went into uh the whispered world by, by the air, way by airplanes we, and uh, bad people you don't mean they got drunk right no 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 okay no, no, okay no, no, all right no, no. They, they didn't get smashed no the the airplanes flew over bombed and they blew up their little area and next thing you know he's looking for his sister he can't find her and then he emerges from a big giant worm's mouth all right i'll take it and so you, you you enter in this world, and like I said, you have to solve all these puzzles uh, to try to find your sister. And occasionally, uh, the story will flip back and forth between you and your sister. So sometimes you take control of Rennie, who is being escorted uh, by a, a look, some almost like a samurai or knight. I'm not sure exactly what he is, but there's some knight themes and some samurai themes involved in this game. It's like a potpourri of, of, uh, of fantasy. Hmm. Uh, and so I really dig it. It is, it is, it is, it's really just felt good. The more I play it, the more I want to dig into the story. I'm like, tell me more, mm. give me more. It's mm. fun. All right. It's fun. Unlike Blair Witch. 
Not fun. <laughs> digging, digging, just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. I understand. Look, if you don't like a game, we shouldn't recommend it. That's for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I recommend it if you like walking around in circles for an hour. Do that. Then yeah. the Blair Witch is for you. Uh, you also mentioned here you're giving a little time to Dodo Peak, which is an Apple Arcade exclusive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you are you still doing any of your Apple Arcade? Oh, yeah, totally. In fact, now that Catalina's out, I've been installing it on my Mac and messing around nice. with what's good on there. Um, everything has keyboard and mouse controls, too, which is crazy. Uh, so it's kind of fun playing some of these games as point and clickers that are normally, you know, finger touch or, you know, use controller or whatever. I'm trying to put it all through its paces, but I, so far, there's, there's two or three titles in there out of the ton that are in there that I really like. Like that new Pilgrims game. Love. Right. Oh my gosh. I love Pilgrims so much. People should be playing. I'm, Pilgrims. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Frogger in Toy Town right now. And that looks amazing. Uh, Ibit did not like Frogger. He said it was too uh, it didn't do anything new. It was just like, well, here's Frogger. Here, here you go. Yeah, they they just made it look nicer. Yeah, but the ones that the really the things that really blow my mind are like, um, what the golf is really amazing. Yeah, I have that I on PC as well, but it's really good. Um, I think that Sneaky Sasquatch is really good. Very I, th- good. I think we talked about it on here before. Um, we I, did. I think oh, what's that one called? Oh, there's so many. There's so many in there already. And the newest one, or the one that came out about a week ago, a week and a half ago, is this Pilgrim's game. And if you liked Mac- uh, Machinarium or um, Ooh, the Samarost game, Samarost games, it's that team, it's that developer. And mm-hmm. it is a trippy, weird, awesome little thing. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, really cool, though. Great games. So far, that, that's you. a rad I service. They, I don't know how they did it because I mean, I don't either because I, I don't know how you. I don't, I don't know, know how this lasts, honestly. Like I don't know where they got all these games from because I mean, I've never. I I see a lot of indie games in these games. I like. I've never seen any of these games. You're frozen, by the way. I think it's your camera again. Oh, my camera. That's all right. That thing has a timer on it. It does. Yeah, SLRs make us over. Let us override that SLRs, you idiots. Yeah. Well, some of them do, but some do, some don't. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, like it's uh. It's a really cool service. I, I, my number one concern is not about the quality of them or the price. So far, that stuff is stellar. My question is about what does this look like in a year? Are developers still getting the right kind of right. deals to keep making cool stuff? Are we not doing that? Are all the games in there per- perpetuity? Like, I have a lot of questions. Well, there you are. Hi. I see you. I have questions. <laughs> I have answers. All right. So there's that. Uh, Dodo Peak. Brian's still playing that. Hey, look Dodo at this. Peak. I got a little fun idea for you. Hold on. Where the hell is it? Here it is. Enjoy. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Time for us to play a little game called uh, Guess Our Game. All right? I'm going to guess games today. That's what we're going to do. And uh, that's where we play a sound clip of a game that each of us has kind of dug up or messed around uh, with and see if each other can guess what it is. And so today, I'll begin like I always do. Brian, you're black. Is that normal? You want to be blacked out like that? Are you, uh... I am blacked out. It's all right. It's all right. He's coming back. Don't worry, everybody. He hasn't... Uh... Oh, error. Press shutter. Release button again. Oh, there you go. Oh, did it again. <laughs> Your camera's freaking out on you. That's why I gave up. I ended up sending that Hero 7 back because I was just sick of dealing with it. Trying to make it work. And my SLR, same thing as this with the button. It would kill me. So I had to get rid of it. Back to the old Logitech C90, whatever it is. 920C deal. There we go. There you are. All right, I'm going to play this clip. Are you ready to guess? 
Oh, I'm ready to guess. Do it. Play to it. Get the, the giveaway here is a very prominent large developer that makes very big games used to be a very small studio, and they made this back in the day. Oh. Like pre... Oh, this would have been like 99 also, maybe. Hmm. So check it out. See if you can figure it out. It's super dumb. Here you go. Got it. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. On my way. Yes, sir. On my way. Yes. Yes, sir. Got it. Oh, All right. Any- that's, like, that's like StarCraft or something. I mean, I guess like StarCraft level... Every time you press something, I'm on my way. Well, that's what I'm was doing so, it. That was so great about uh, that. What was so good about those uh, Starcraft in particular, or even Warcraft, was Blizzard was smart enough to know that if you clicked on them too many times, you needed to have some variety. And so they right. were really good at variety and humor and stuff. And, and every time you clicked one of their units, this game not so much. They kind of said <laughs> the same three things over and over and over and over. Um, uh, the other hand I'll give you is Bungie made it. Does that help you? At oh, all? Bungie made it. This is pre-Halo. This is a long time ago. Right, right. Oh, I can't think of anything that... Oh, I'm blanking. No, pre-Halo to Zoriel. Hmm. To Lizarel. Long time Al's ago. Rail. Not Marathon. That's a shooter. Nobody walked around going, yes, right away. Gotcha. Chris, I'm on it. I'm on it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Quit poking me. Uh, it is a game that does start with an M, someone in there says. Myth. Myth is the correct oh, it- answer. Myth, what? the Fallen Lords, myth, but we just called it Myth back in the day. So Myth yeah, was yeah. this amazing, isometric, sort of RTS kind of strategy game thing that Bungie made that I loved at the time. I loved it so much. Right. I oh, remember Myth. Yeah, oh. Myth was awesome. And you can't, yeah, I think I you can get it on good old games or something, but it's super rare and weird. Yeah. Um, you know, Destiny would, or Destiny, uh, they would go on to do Halo and then, of course, Destiny. And become, you know, one of the biggest teams ever got bought by Microsoft. They're now independent again. Yes, right away, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, please. What? Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. On the way. Yes. Yes. Anyway, it's a real real dumb and nice job, chat room. You got it. All right, here we go. Let's now do yours. I don't know what this is because I haven't played it before. I'm now going to hear it for the first time. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to call it... Hold on. Very familiar, right? Is this Zaxxon? You nailed it! Did I get it? You got it! Oh, no way. It's, you know what it is? It's the bullet sound is so familiar to me. Yeah, it was always the opening uh, rumble of the engine that always made me realize it. Yeah, no, that's, that's intense. Uh, whoops, I didn't mean to cut it off there. So that's, I just got so excited when I first started playing Zaxxon because I mean that was the first isometric game I really ever played, and it was just it was just so different than everything I had played before. So right, no, it's the dude. I love Zaxxon. I I would park my ass in front of that thing for hours. Oh yeah, at the arcade and just put quarter after quarter in that thing. But Zaxxon trying to under, trying to understand the 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 placement of the of the of the item on the screen. It was like I've never. It's, I've always done you know two-dimensional things what is this yeah there was like a spatial recognition challenge in that game where you just weren't sure if you were on the right plane and and in the right right trajectory because everything was it was isometric but it was like mathematically locked into a certain yeah like 45 degree run and it was just a weird ass arcade game 
And I'm a little I don't think surprised. it was truly isometric. I think it was just an isometric view on a 2D plane. I yeah, think that's probably what was confusing. It was overhead, but it was right. You're, you're you're totally right. It was locked into place, and it was like you know, it was 2D. It was just all sprites and stuff. But I don't know why there hasn't been some kind of like re- revisited sort of rad version of that. Like, couldn't that's they do? Odd. You know how they took Pac-Man and turned it into that crazy? Um, oh yeah. What was that called? Pac-Man. Pac-Man World. No, the one where it was more recent. Um, Oh, ultimate! Oh, uh, the championship, championship uh, edition, championship. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that take on Pac-Man. It's like nothing yeah. like real Pac-Man, and that made it awesome in its own way. But also, you know, it's great that it's based on Pac-Man. So, I recommend Pac-Man CE to everybody I know. And I don't know why. And they did this kind of with a Galaga game, which was also pretty well done. Uh, didn't have as much fanfare, so people didn't get into it as much. But Zaxxon would have been a great thing to, to uh, try to do oh, something yeah. cool with. And I don't know what that would have been, but just pump up some sweet, you know, DJ music and come up with something rad. I mean, all you got to do is just make everything neon, right? Right. I mean, just make everything neon. I would play that. That's the, your answer to everything in life. That's my answer to everything. Yeah. Make some this damn Zaxxon neon. This needs more neon. More neon, please. Anyways, uh, those are our games that we have guessed. And we've both, we've both done a fine job. I did a better job because I knew what it was. You did a better job. Yeah. Or did you? Maybe you did a worse job. Maybe you picked a worse game and it was just too hard for me. Maybe maybe it's on you. I didn't think of that. All right. We're going to read a quick email from a listener here. This is from Peter Toos. See that name? Peter Toos. Last name T-O-O-S. Toos? Toos? Maybe it's Toos. Toos. Peter Toos. He says, hey, you guys, I love your show, but I'm worried about why you guys never seem to mention Fortnite. Do you guys not like it? It's the only game I play. Well, Fortnite Peter Twos. Peter Fortnite Twos. Peter as well. I don't like that game. I wish I liked it. I think it's too, it looks like a bunch of candy jumping around. It's just not my thing. I need my, my battle royales need to be different than that thing. Um, I, I play I play Fortnite occasionally uh, in I, I don't know is it I don't play it often just because I'm okay so there's the thing about Fortnite you have to be you have to be all in yeah. so you got two choices you're all out or all in that's just how Fortnite is so because you can't compete against anybody mm-hmm. if you don't have Fortnite and just play casually ain't what, gonna happen what do you think about all that weird stuff that's going on right now with the uh, outage and like it might be a big viral like right i wouldn't be surprised because i tell you as much love as there is for Fortnite, there's equal amounts of hate for that whole thing so which is yeah, whatever. oh here's why, the, why you want to hate something so here's a i just found a post here so i haven't been following you very much so i don't really know the details here but apparently oh that's the wrong link geez apparently it's like an outage right that's on planned purpose outage. or something to no, like a planned outage yeah so there's doing some maintenance and stuff right updates is that the deal um fortnite which is a good time because the kids are all back in school now right so yeah that's true hold on look at the summer here it is fortnite's black hole event could send players into chapter two whatever that is it goes dark masterful marketing stroke by epic games really if you can't play your favorite game how is that a how is that good right right that's like i said i enjoy i enjoy fortnite's when I get in and I'll play for a little bit and then I'll, then I realize there's kind of a cap because there's kind of a cheat for me. I can pretty much make it to the top five every time in Fortnite just by being obtuse, by just not going to the normal path. 
and then just you know kind of just keeping the eye on when the when everything's kind of closing up and just kind of make my way stealthily but really what's the point in that i mean if if the point is to get in the top five sure i can do that Mm. but uh but actually to you know to to really kill people I'm not very good at that because people are much faster than me. It's a very odd thing, um, but I don't. I don't know. I just every time I get in, I go, "Oh, I don't really feel like being here," and I get out. <laughs> I think it's something about the look of it, and I right. don't know what that is. I, you know, I I think okay. So the thing I think that bothers me the most about Fortnite is I don't ever have enough time to make proper use of the building, which makes this the most makes it unique right. when it comes to battle royale. Right. Uh, so I never get to that point. So I never get to enjoy that because everything's moving so fast. That's because it's not actually enjoyable. The freaking building is a nightmare. I hate it. That's the other reason I don't like it. So I apologize for saying it looks bad. I don't (laughs) like the building ever. The building is is bad. Yeah, I think the building would be it would be the part that I would enjoy the most if I was ever allowed more than five seconds without somebody shooting me. You know. Well, does the other mode exist in there that they were building in the first place, which is like the defend the world against everything and all you did was build shit and then wait for the night and the zombies came and all that did they ever do that that's i don't know that's a good question i would play that game because that's what that was all ever based on there was only reason we had the build mechanic at all was because it carried over from that and now it's just part of the game to me that's like last hit technology and mobas get rid of it it makes it bad it makes it a bad time it does for me now there are people i know who are gonna go no 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 buildings the reason you play it's the best thing ever that's cool it's just not for me man i'd rather spend time in Apex Legends are freaking even... Uh, yeah, the, the market's got kind of crowded, so I'm with you. So, yeah, the reason why we don't talk about Fortnite much, I'm not sure if this was uh, a troll or not, but uh, or just a little troll. Yeah. A little small troll. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Fortnite, I, yeah, you won't find me talking bad about it because I really don't have that much experience at it. I, I will play it. It's okay. I, but I, I'm with Scott. I, I prefer Apex Legends. It just seems to... Uh, the characters speak to me more yeah i just it's more my jam but i'm not even really playing that now either so i think i'm yeah. just kind of a little burned out on battle royales where i never win anything i just don't right i'm right. just not good enough uh compared to the player base and so maybe that's why i really like playing break breakneck i almost call it break what's it called breaking break point neck. breaking points break multiplayer point. stuff is really or break point or breaking point is really fun stealthy kind of gameplay that takes me oh it does kind of have a little battle royale in it even though it's four on four if only two people are left on each side and it's going for a little too long the game has a thing where the voice would go uh shrinking the play uh the fight area or whatever and there's like uh, let's a, wrap it up fellas let's wrap her up <laughs> kind of like that and you see the circle kind of coming in a little and it'll do it again so they kind of have that mechanic which i think is right. fine it's a good way to wrap things up but uh i don't know man Battle Royale, it, I just I just can't. I, it's, it's one of the really coolest game mechanics that we've really seen in recently. Uh, you know, because first of all, we finally have servers that can that can handle that many people at once, and then this shrinking circle of of, of fighting is such a cool mechanic. But at, at some point, you're kind of like, ah, I'm tired of fighting in a circle. Right. I yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling just a little fatigued on it. Plus, it's, it's Plus, it's hard to explain. I mean, you can. You, it kind of gets to a point where it's like, well, why are we shrinking? Was there like gas or something out there? Something that's kind of pushing us towards each other? Well, it's other weird, but my... also Obsidian makes a good point in the chat. It says, you just pass your prime at being really competitive at that stuff. If this is back in my like prime quick days, I'd be owning all you fools. 
I'm yelling all you booze. But I'm I'm not really that gamer anymore. So I don't right. know. I think about that sometimes. Well, anyway. I, I think the difference is I, I feel like there's so many games now that I, I would never, I, I don't want to lock myself in anything. I wouldn't say I've moved past it. I've just, it's just it's a different landscape. When Quake was around, you know, there was, there weren't that many games I was interested in. You know what I've been playing a lot of uh, because it's all I want to kind of do right now. And I'm, I'm kind of mad at Blizzard, so I'm like taking it out on them a little bit. I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online again, and I love that game. Yes, I, I love that game. Game's really good. I just bought a seven dollar, like muscle cat that I can ride on a brand new mount. He's a big old bastard. It's What'd cool. you name him? I named him. Uh, if, you, if you didn't name him Cringer or Battle Cat, you're a fool. I don't think you can name him, but maybe I can, and oh. I don't know that. It's possible I just don't know any better and that I can't actually do it. I'd have to look into it. Anyway, thanks for your email there, uh, Peter. If you'd like to send your own emails into the show, boopshow at gmail.com. That is B-O-O-P show at gmail.com. It's going to do it for us. Don't forget our website, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. B-E-O-P. Boop. Uh, 801-471-0462 is our number. Boopshow at gmail.com. Like I mentioned, we're on Twitter at boopshow, the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And uh, the show can be found on Reddit, boopshow.reddit.com. Uh, oh, normally I'd say stick around for giveaways, but I have a thing to do, and so do you. We both have to go after this. We have things. Yeah. We have things to do. We have stuff we gots to do. So we're going to go do those now. Brian, any final words of wisdom before we go? Don't break your thumbs playing video games. Ooh, that's good advice. Uh, you guys should listen to Brian and do what he says. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.